0: Friends, have you ever learned lessons in life from bad examples? I mean, you learn what not to do in life, and it helps you to make better choices and decisions. Well, today, from the International Gospel Hour, let's talk about what is right from, well, what is wrong. Have I got your attention? Stay with us.
1: On Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening?
0: Greetings, everyone. It's so good to have you with us for the International Gospel Hour broadcast For nearly 90 years, we have come to you on a weekly, sometimes daily basis, and we're delighted to once again be part of your listening time. We appreciate our Jay Webb, who introduces and closes our program, and also tells you about some things that you can use that's absolutely free from our work here at International Gospel Hour, so you'll hear Jay again a couple of other times. We appreciate the singing of the Harding University Chorus of Days Gone By with our opening song, Bound for the Promised Land, and, of course, as we close with, God be with you till we meet again. Our longtime producer, Chuck Richardson, was so helpful in putting this together some years ago, and we were thankful to begin and end our broadcast with those sweet hymns. Now let's begin a study of the Word of God and you know, on recent broadcasts, we've talked about Bible authority. We have affirmed there is no better book to make certain that our lives are approved of God than God's Holy Word, the all-authority the Holy Bible. Would you consider with me 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 15 and 16? And I want us to think a little bit more about verse 16. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness. The word of truth, ah, verse 15 there, the word of God, the scriptures, the more that one uses it dividing or making their path straight with it, the more one will shun these profane and idle babblings. Shun it means get away from it. Don't subscribe to it. Don't let it affect you. This idea of the word profane defined as that which lacks all relationship or affinity to God. It is opposite of what is sacred or it means to pollute. So when we look at those profane babblings, they pull us from God. They do not draw us closer to God. They pull us from God. It's the opposite of what is sacred. Listen to what Paul told Timothy and then what he told Titus in these warnings. In 1 Timothy 6.20 he said, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babbling, see there it is again, and oppositions of science falsely so called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith grace be with thee. Amen. Now, did you catch that? Which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Sometimes, folks, there are things that are presented of faith that cannot be backed up by Scripture. That's where Paul warned Titus in Titus 1.14 to not give heed to Jewish fables or myths and commandments of men that, watch, turn from the truth. Now, friends, with these warnings so clear, yet it is something how sin deceives people by the
1: millions.
0: Warnings to tell us to adhere to the truth and to make certain that what we learn, you know, we're taught to try the spirits or test the spirits. 1 John 4 and verse 1. What I learn, let me put in light of Scripture, is this right? Because what appears good is not necessarily good. What appears to be a truth in reality is a falsehood. Today with the Bible, let us see sin. Let's see a bad example to avoid it. But first, here are free words about the free, I'm sorry, here are a few words about the free International Gospel
1: Hour app. Have you downloaded the International Gospel Hour app for your iPhone or Android? Go to the App Store for iPhones and Google Play for your Android, search International Gospel Hour, and download our app free. Our app allows access to our website, social media, podcast, our YouTube channel, and other resources. Please download the International Gospel Hour app today. It's free. Let's study the Bible to
0: see sin. Let's define sin. The scripture is very clear. 1 John 5:17, all unrighteousness is sin. Unrighteousness that will destroy us. Listen to Romans 1:18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Dear friends, all unrighteousness is sin. If it is not right in accordance with God and his word, it's sin. Listen to 1 John 3 and verse 4. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. The Old King James Version says transgression of the law, to transgress or to go against lawlessness. We have no regard for the law, to trespass or transgress or go beyond that which is written. And whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness. And in James 4:17, Therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. When God instructs us of his will and his way and we refuse to do it, friends, it is sin. Oh, I realize that's not a pleasant sounding thing for me to say. I realize that people, well, let's be politically correct. Now, friends, let me say this. I believe we should present things in a gracious and as good way as we can, but let me tell you folks, God is less concerned with us being politically correct. He wants us to be biblically correct, therefore spiritually correct, and that is what is important. The Bible tells us clearly and warns about, well, how about the words of Hebrews 12, 1, the sin that so easily besets us. And in that context, we're taught to put that sin and the weight aside. When sin is in our lives, it's going to hinder us from so much good that can be done. Sin will separate us from God. Isaiah 59, verses 1 and 2, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor His ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. Did you hear that warning that was unto the backsliding Israel of that day? But yet Isaiah reminded them, and in the latter part of the book he reminds them, as the Lord does through Isaiah, I'm here. My hand is not shortened. I can save. I can hear. The problem is your iniquities have separated you. You have chosen to go this route and turn from God. Folks, sin will separate us from God. And also, sin will cause us to fall short. Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So we see what sin can do and the effect it can have on our lives. Sin deceives us from the truth. 1 John 1.8 if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Now, context-wise, that is speaking to the one who is a Christian. We note that of the one walking in the light, 1 John 1, 7, going into chapter 2 and verse 2, where he is our advocate, Jesus Christ the righteous. And so we understand that as a Christian, we're going to confess our sins, 1 John 1, verse 9. First John 1 and verse 9 is not a command to one who is not a child of God. We confess our sins and make it right. Dear friends, that context is speaking to the Christian who is walking in the light. Yet we confess our sins for we fall short and we are weak and we need God and we need Christ. And when we consider that, if that be the case for the Christian, for the individual who is not a child of God, who is deceived from the truth... It is a tragic thing. Dear friends, we need to avoid sin with all that we have. And we need to be aware and ready. As in our lesson text of 2 Timothy 2, 15 and 16, let's be one that is rightly dividing the word of truth and shunning the profane and idle babblings that will increase to more ungodliness. We must make certain that what we hear on our religious programming is is in accordance with the Word of God. Let's see the book, chapter, and verse, and see if these things are true. That was one, That was an admirable, admirable trait. I'll get it out there in a moment. It was a trait greatly admired by those in Berea. In Acts 17:10 and 11, we learn that they were more noble or fair-minded than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the Word with readiness of mind and searched the Scriptures daily whether those things were so. Let's encourage you, friends. Will you encourage or will you search the Scriptures with us? We have a wonderful study booklet called Victory in Jesus. We have sent it out by all the numbers of them we have sent out. We still have quite a few, and we'd love for you to have one for listening to us today. It's free. Here's our J-Web with the details.
1: We appreciate you and your desire to know more about Christ. Our free study titled Victory in Jesus is available in a wonderful study booklet. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Victory Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study in the message box. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff. Therefore,
0: friends, how important is 2 Timothy 2, 15 and 16? It's vitally important. Because it tells us that we can be approved unto God. We can see God, we can see ourselves, and we can see the sin that will take us away. Let us shun those things, and let us be obedient unto God, as we believe on Him, repenting of sins, confessing Christ, buried with Him in baptism, and walking faithful. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening.
1: Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way.